Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Jeff Bell. I'm Patty Rising. Much to the concern of suicide prevention advocates, completion of the suicide prevention net at the Golden Gate Bridge has again been delayed. KCBS's Scott Letary reports the safety barrier will not be in place now until 2023. And with an average of 30 deaths a year, that means dozens will die before the steel meshing is in place. Had that net been in place when I jumped, I would have never broken my back in three places. I would have been saved. I probably would never have jumped. Kevin Hines jumped off the bridge in 2000. He survived, obviously. He's been on the front lines fighting and helping to get approval of the net. He's currently working on a movie called The Net that chronicles his and others' efforts to get the barrier constructed. Priya Clemens at the Golden Gate Bridge Highway and Transportation District says the construction company that was contracted was sold, which delayed construction. Our engineers have reviewed the situation, and we believe that the suicide net deterrent will be completed up to two years late. Hines has proposed shutting down the walkway on the bridge until the net is in place. We need to recognize if we can close that walkway for the temporary time it's going to take to raise that net, there would be no more death. The district has no plans of closing the walkway. Scott Letiri, KCBS. Many of us still take short showers and turn off the tap when brushing our teeth in order to conserve water. However, as KCBS's Jennifer Hodges reports, officials say California is officially no longer facing a threat of drought. That may be what the agricultural map shows with just 3.5 percent of the state of California considered to be abnormally dry. But water officials locally are hesitant to claim we're out of the woods. We realize that another drought is around the corner, so there's there's going to be another drought. It's just a matter of when and for how long. Jerry De La Piedra is an assistant officer with the Water Supply Division with the Santa Clara Valley Water District. And so we always want to be prepared, and so we really encourage the community to make water conservation a way of life. Locally, the reservoirs are 80% full, but that's not the entire story. We really rely on our groundwater basins here um, in Santa Clara County. In fact, that's really how the who we are and how we formed was to protect our groundwater supplies and prevent subsidence. It was just last week that the ag map showed 85% of California abnormally dry. Jennifer Hodges, KCBS. Are you covered? There are some deadlines approaching for affordable health care coverage. Details on Covered California from KCBS's Jim Taylor. What is Covered California? Free service connects Californians with brand name health insurance under the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act. Today, a warning. If you can afford health care coverage and choose to remain uninsured, you could face a big penalty when you file your 2020 taxes with the Franchise Tax Board in 2021. Also from Executive Director Peter Lee, a deadline. Consumers must sign up by this Sunday, December 15th, if they want their coverage to start January 1st. We're seeing thousands of people sign up every day. We know people wait till the last minute. Now more than ever, we don't want people to wait. Not that you have to enroll right away if you don't need coverage to start the first of the year. We have seven more weeks of open enrollment, which is longer than the entire six-week period that the federal government is giving people across the state to sign up for coverage. 
Covered California, offering free financial assistance for health coverage. Jim Taylor, KCBS. So many people are dying from drug overdoses. The city of San Francisco must declare a public health emergency. KCBS reporter Tim Ryan explains that's the demand from District 6 Supervisor Matt Haney and a number of his downtown district constituents. Haney says there could be 300 fentanyl, heroin and meth deaths this year, the highest rate ever. And he thinks the public health department lacks a comprehensive plan to attack the problem. And that's why we are here unified, committed to call our drug use and drug overdose crisis what it is, uh, a public health crisis, a public safety crisis, and we're demanding an emergency response. Glide's director of harm reduction, Paul Harkins, says a massive street outreach is needed with greater access to the antidote drug Narcan, especially in the seedy hotels. We need people in SRO hotels because a lot of deaths are occurring with people using alone in SRO hotels. And it's quite easy to have you know, uh, Narcan in hotels with designated rooms where people can access it. Haney says the emergency response must include overdose prevention sites and detox centers. At San Francisco City Hall, Tim Ryan, KCBS. And East Bay Church is doing what it can to help house the homeless. KCBS's Melissa Colross reports from Castro Valley that the church will soon be renting out six newly constructed tiny homes to help people transition from homelessness to permanent housing. These tiny homes have been two years in the making. Chizu Buckaloo with the First Presbyterian Church of Hayward in Castro Valley says the church already lets homeless people park their cars in the parking lot overnight, but... The distance between living in your car to being in permanent housing is super far and really hard for people to jump that. So church officials lined up the proper permits and worked with Homemade Northern California to build the homes. Cheryl O'Connor is with Homemade. We got six builders to step up with their trade partners to donate almost 95% of the cost of these, so $220,000. So we built these homes in Livermore starting November 4th and just finished them. Um, um, six weeks. Six weeks from start to finish. The homes have just been moved into First Presbyterian's parking lot where they will house 6 to 12 residents total. The people who are experiencing homelessness pay rent, which is paid to the church, and then the church gives it back to them at the end of 18 months. The homes should be available for rent in February. In Castro Valley, Melissa Callross, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.